Hey, good morning, TGP family. I wanted to invite you to let you know that we're going to start in about uh, about 5, 10, 15 minutes. Get you, uh, get you your coffee, get you a pen, a notepad, and your Bible. We're going to start here in just a few moments. I would like you to share this post, share our feed. We will love to uh, have you put down uh, a prayer request and where you're watching from. We'll see you in just a few minutes.
Good morning, TGP family. We're so glad you're here today. Stand with us as we begin to worship the Lord. Sin and darkness, whose love is mighty and so much stronger. The King of glory, the King above all kings. Who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder? Who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder? The King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. You would lay down your life. That I would be set free. Jesus, I sing for all that you've done for me. Yeah, we worship you, Jesus, who brings our chaos back into order, who makes the orphan a son and daughter, the King of glory. The King above all kings. Who rules the nations? Who rules the nations? With truth and justice. Shines like the sun in all of its brilliance. The King of glory. The King above all kings. This is amazing. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love that you would take that you would take my place that you would bear my cross you would lay down your life that I would be set free oh Jesus I sing for all that you've done for me yeah all that you've done for me lord worship you lord worthy is your name worthy is the lamb worthy is the lamb who was slain Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy, worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King This is amazing grace This is unfailing love This is unfailing love you Take my place That you would take my place yeah. That you would bear my cross You would lay down your life 
sing for all that you've done for me. We sing for you, Lord. Yeah. Worthy is your name, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Worthy and worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was saved. Worthy. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered. This is amazing grace. Yeah. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. You would that you would take my place. Yeah, yeah. That you would bear my cross. You would lay down. You would lay down your life. I would be set free. That I would set free oh Jesus I sing for all that you've done for me yeah you've done for me Amazing grace, this is unfailing love. Yes, it is that you would take my place, bear my cross, that you would bear my cross. You lay down, you would lay down your life. Yes, you do, that I would be set free. for all that you've done for me why don't you bless the lord with me this morning right there in your homes aren't you glad that he's done great things for you hallelujah thank you father this is an oldie but a goodie sing it with us together lord we lift your name on high yes we do I lift your name on high And Lord, I love to sing your praises I'm so glad you're in my life I'm so glad you came to save us You came You came from heaven to earth To show the way from the earth to the cross my debt to pay 
From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on high. Yeah, Lord, I lift. Lord, I lift your name on high. How we love to see. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad you came to save us. You came, yeah. You came from heaven to earth to show the way. From the earth to the cross, my debt to pay. From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on high. We lift you up this morning. Yeah, we lift your name. You came, yeah. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross my debt to pay from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky lord i lift your name on high to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross my debt you pay from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky lord i lift your name on high lord i lift your name on high we lift your name high lord i lift your name on high yeah, hallelujah come on lift his name high this morning father we just thank you for your presence today father invade our homes this morning father we thank you for sweet peace and joy this morning oh we were we worship you today worthy is the lamb who was slain holy holy is he sits on heaven's mercy seat. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. With all creation to the King of Kings, you are my everything, and I will adore you. of lightning, rolls of thunder, blessing and honor, strength and glory. 
from around the world. God bless you. We are so honored to have you a part of our worship experience today. If this is your first time to connect with us, we'd love to hear from you. You can fill out our virtual connection card right above uh, our broadcast and send us a message and we'd love to connect with you. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. I want to give you an opportunity today to sow into the kingdom of God. Job 22, 28 says, you will also declare a thing and it shall be established. And I believe with all of my heart that in the season in which we are in, right now, that if we will decree a thing or declare a thing or decide a thing, it will be established for you. What does that mean, Pastor John? That just means that that I agree with heaven. Whatever heaven is declaring over me, I'm in agreement with. So whatever you want your finances to do, speak to it. Declare a thing over your finances. Declare over a thing over your health. Declare a thing over your job. Declare a thing over your business. Declare a thing over your ministry. And I promise you, God will see things get established for you. God is in the, the business of keeping promises. Promises made 
promises kept. That's what our God does. And I want to encourage you today to sow a seed unto the Lord. You're not given to a church. You're not given to a man, but you're given into the kingdom of God. And in the kingdom of God, there's love, there's joy, there's peace, there's prosperity. And giving is just another form of our worship. It's another form of worship. So I want to give you an opportunity this morning to plant a seed, to sow a seed into the kingdom. Now, you can do this two ways. You can text to give to 936-261-8142. Or you can also go to our website, www.tgp.church forward slash give, and you can uh, safely and securely uh, donate by our website. Again, I would like to thank you so much for joining us today. Listen, I believe God has a powerful word for you, and we want you to stay tuned, stay connected, and uh, God is going to minister to you today. Listen, I want you to share this broadcast. Let us know where you're watching from, and we look forward to seeing you very soon. The Lord is my shepherd, he goes before me. Defender behind me I won't fear I'm filled with anointing My cup's overflowing
good morning, everybody. So glad you're able to join us today right there from your home. I want to welcome you all, everyone around the world, those watching here locally in Southeast Texas. God bless you. Just like that video just said, I believe it's time for us as the body of Christ to take a stand against fear, take a stand against anxiety and worry. And uh, today we're going to talk about that in my message. Uh, before that, I do want to make mention that next Sunday is Palm Sunday. And we would love for you to join us right there, right here on at T, uh, TGP at 10.30 a.m. Here on our website, on Facebook, on Roku, wherever you may be watching us from. And I pray, hopefully, that by uh, Resurrection Sunday, we are able to gather together again here in the house of the Lord. Looking forward to that. We miss you. We love you. Uh, but again, we want to make sure we're following all the protocols that have been set up by the government. Amen. Amen. We're going to pray and we're going to sing one more worship song and then we're going to get into the word. Father, we thank you so much to be able to gather together online. Father, we thank you, Lord, that your presence is just as strong as it is here. It's also strong there. Father, we thank you, Lord, that today you're going to release the word over us and we're going to receive it. Father, we thank you that there's no distractions, there's no disruptions. Father, we thank you that it'll go into our hearts and will plant seed, plant root in our hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. And as the deer panted for the water, so my soul longeth after you. desire and I long to worship you. Come on, as the deer. And as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after you. You alone. You alone are my heart's desire. watching right now and if you have a prayer request drop your request there in the section of our Facebook page or there's a, a section on our website on the right that you can uh, send us a prayer request we'd love to hear from you we're going to be praying for you throughout the service I'll be monitoring the Facebook page for prayer request and we'll be taking up your request before the Lord You're my heart's desire and I long to worship one more time as the deer and as the deer panteth for the water so my soul longeth after you alone you alone are my heart's desire and I long to Last week, we began in Ecclesiastes chapter number three, verse one, and we read it and it says to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under the heavens. And we saw where a season is an appointed time or an occasion. And of course, time is simply like the time of an event. And uh, we're going to do a quick review over what we went over last week, but 
I said that there are times in our lives where, unfortunately, life will throw us an interruption, quite like what we're experiencing today, an interruption. But God can use interruptions to create moments where we can uh, redeem time and causes us to be catapulted into uh, our next season or our next level. We looked at 2 Kings chapter number 20, verses 1 through 11. I'd like to look at that again. So if you have your Bible, you can turn there. But we see here where Hezekiah is 39 years old, and he receives a warning, a prophetic warning from the prophet Isaiah. And Isaiah simply says, uh, Hezekiah, get your house in order because you're going to die. You're not going to recover from this illness. And in verse 2, Hezekiah turns his face toward the wall and prays and says this in verse 3, Please remember how I went about before you in faithfulness and with a whole heart and remember the good that I have done in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Now, scholars say that Hezekiah wept bitterly, not because he just got a word that he was going to die, but because he was weeping because he didn't have a successor. He didn't have a son to uh, take the uh, reins of the kingdom. And then it goes on and says in verse 4 that Isaiah had, uh, Isaiah had not gone out from the middle of the city when the word of God came to him in verse 5 and says, Isaiah, I want you to go back to Hezekiah and I want you to tell him, I have heard your prayer and I have seen your tears and I am going to heal you. And just as Isaiah told Hezekiah that, I believe that's the word of the Lord to America today, that I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, and I am going to heal you. He went on and said in verse 6 that also I will add 15 years to your life. Not only that, but I'm going to deliver you from the king of Assyria for my sake and for my servant David's sake. And went on and said in verse 8 that Hezekiah asked Isaiah, what is the sign that God will do such a thing? And Hezekiah, or excuse me, Isaiah asked him basically, what do you want, what do you want God to do? Do you want God to um, uh, move time forward or backwards? And Isaiah says, well, it's easy for time to go forward. I want a miracle that's unpredictable, something that I know can't happen unless God does it. And so he asked for the shadow or for the time on the sundial to be moved backwards. And I believe that God in this moment, in this season of pause, that God is going to redeem our time. Amen. And I believe that that's what God is going to do. And, and I'm praying that on Resurrection Sunday, we will see a resurrection take place in our businesses, in our homes, in our schools, and in our churches. Can I hear a great big amen online? So here we see um, Hezekiah, and Hezekiah in this passage of Scripture has a decision. He can either uh, choose fear or he can choose faith. And Hezekiah chose the easier option, or to some folks it might be the harder option, and that was to pray and trust God. 
I said that we were in a time of reset. We're in a time of relaunch that will bring us into a time of revival. I said we're coming out of this season of Paul's wiser, stronger, and more effective. I said God is shaking our systems. He's shaking our structures. God is shaking us out of complacency and out of conformity. We must not conform to culture, but we must be what culture conforms to us and what God wants us to do through us. God is taking us out of the box of being familiar and comfortable, and he's stretching his body and leading us on a journey into what we have never experienced before. Reset, relaunch, and uh, revive. Uh, This is a time of shaking. This is a time of of shifting. It's a time of uh, getting prepared for what God wants to do. Exodus 14 and 14 says this, the Lord himself will fight for you, just stay calm. And so I want to encourage you that in this time that God is fighting your battles, not to be afraid, not to be worried, not to be overly anxious, but God is working for you, just be calm. Now, I want to say this to those that are actually uh, dealing with this virus. You're actually sick or you have a family member who's sick or someone even uh, may have passed away. I want you to know that God loves you. I want you to know that God did not do this to you. God did not do this to your family. He did not bring calamity upon you. He is a faithful God. He's a peaceful God, and he loves you. And I want you to know that here at this place, this church, we're standing with you, we're praying for you, and we're believing God's best over your life. Now, over the next few moments, I'm going to share with you just some prophetic things the Holy Spirit has given me over the last few days as it relates to where we are. And last night when I was praying, the Lord spoke to me three things. And the first thing he said was, we need to expel the spirit of fear. And I looked up the word expel and expel just simply means to force out, to force out. So we, as the body of Christ today, we need to come into agreement and begin to expel the spirit of fear. And the way we do that, we we do that by choosing faith. And this is the season where we must move from faith, excuse me, we move from fear to faith. Everybody say from fear to faith. Now, Romans chapter four, verses 17 through 21, and I'll be reading from the King James Version. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, which quickeneth the dead and called those things which be not as though they were. And today we're calling those things that be not as though they were. We're saying an end to this virus. We're saying an end to this season of isolation. We're saying an end to this madness, if you will. Now in verse 18, it says, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Take your highlighter and just highlight, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded what he had promised, he was also able to perform. So 
So I believe that we must not stagger uh, at the promise of God, and we need to have strong faith. So three things God gave me. He said, expel fear, force out fear, and he said, raise our level of faith. Raise our level of faith. I love what Ephesians 6 and 10 says. It says, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Notice it says his might, not your might, not my might, but be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In other words, cast your cares upon me for I am good and that you don't have to worry or work up anything, but be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You can't be strong in the Lord without being strong in your faith. If you're focused on fear, if you're dealing with a spirit of fear, then you're not able to have strong faith. Why? Because fear opens the door to worry, strife, doubt, unbelief, anxiety, all these things that cause you to not have faith. Faith is the vehicle that makes vision go, that causes your 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 car to go. It's the accelerator, if you will. Hebrews 11, 6 says, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we can't even please God without faith. Romans 1 and 17 says the just shall live by faith. So we can't, we can't allow fear to drive our emotions, drive our concepts, drive our mindsets. We must have faith over fear. So 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And so I know there's a lot of folks watching TV right now, watching what's going on, and that's okay. We got to be aware. We can't be uh, ignorant to what's going on around us, but we must begin, beginning today, to move away from fear and begin to operate in faith. We must not be moved by what we see or what we hear, but we must begin to move in faith. Romans 3 and 28 says, a man is justified by faith. And so it's time that we begin to move into a season. It's time we raise our level of faith. And so we are going to do that today. Last night, I really felt like we be, there, was a, there was a change happening in the, in, the, in the air. I just felt change in the air. And so we're going to expel fear, and we're going to raise our level of faith. Now, I would like to look at Ephesians 6 and 16. It says here, uh, above all, taking the shield of faith. And in this time, we need to be taking that shield of faith. And we need to say, you know what? This virus cannot come, cannot uh, come against or come through this shield of faith. Colossians 2 and 7 says, and we are established in faith. We are established. So we're not established in fear. We're not established in hysteria. We're not established in worry, doubt, and unbelief. We're established in faith. I love 1 Peter 5 and 9. It says, resist the devil, be steadfast in the faith. So we resist the devil uh, by being steadfast in the faith. What does steadfast mean? It means unwavering. It means that I'm not going to live in fear one day and faith the other. It it means that I'm not going to worry one day and have faith the next day. I'm going to be consistent in my walk of faith. I'm going to be consistent in what I believe. I'm going to be consistent in what God is calling me to do. I'm going to stay 
focused. I'm going to stay uh, 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 in line with what Holy Spirit is saying. I'm not going to be wavering in between two opinions. I'm going to have one opinion, and that opinion is God is always good, and I trust him. Amen. And so faith says it's when your mind is, is no longer governed by what you see or how you feel. You know, a few weeks ago when this thing first got started, I was watching a, one of the press conferences and I could feel f- a fear trying to creep in. I could feel the spirit of feel, fear beginning to uh, overtake my mind. But I had enough courage and confidence to say, not today, Satan. Hallelujah. But I'm going to stay connected to the power source. I'm going to stay connected to faith and not fear. So faith becomes a mindset that isn't governed by what I'm seeing around me or how I feel. Even if I am, even if I have the sniffles, even if I get a little cough, I'm going to trust God that he's my healer, that he's my protector, that he's, he governs my life. Amen. And so we're going to expel the spirit of fear. We're going to force out the spirit of fear. We're going to raise our level of faith. And number three, we're going to expect the supernatural. We're going to expect the supernatural. Without faith, you will never see miracles in your life. Without faith, you'll never see God do the uh, uh, impossible in your life because it's because we have to get to a place in our conscience and in our mind that we're not being governed by how we see or what we, excuse me, by how we feel or what we see. We must expect the supernatural. Now I want you to look at with me, uh, Romans four and 19. It says, and being not weak in faith. We cannot be weak in faith in this season. In this unprecedented time of, of, of fear, we must not be weak in our faith. Amer- the world is looking for people who are strong, who are courageous, who are full of faith that will encourage and empower them in their walk with Christ and in their everyday life. Right now, there's a lot of people sitting at home, worried and concerned. They don't want to get out of their house. They don't want to go and they don't want to do anything. And and, and fear has overtaken them. And I understand that we're in our homes because we were asked to. But let me say this to you. Don't allow fear to cause you to panic. Don't allow fear to cause you to isolate yourself from family and from friends. That is the work of the enemy. The enemy wants you not to communicate with your family and your friends, but be communicative. A call, text, stay connected to people who love you uh, by Facebook, by FaceTime, by text message. Stay connected and don't let the enemy come in between your connections. Stay strong in faith. Amen. Second Thessalonians 1 and 3 says that our faith can grow exceedingly. And we do that. How do we grow our faith in this time? In this time of, of fear and panic, how do we grow our faith? It's by reading the word of God. And I want to I encourage you with the time that you have, get an audio book. Play it on your, on your iPhones, on your iPads. Play the Word of God. Uh, read the Word of God. Let it get into your spirit. Uh, pray the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God. That is how you grow your faith. If you have small faith, you can come out of this thing with great faith. God wants your faith to grow. He, wants, he, he doesn't want your fear to grow. He wants to grow your faith. Now, I want to look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And I'm going to, and if you have a prayer request, please uh, uh, 
send us your prayer requests. They're online. I'm monitoring here on Facebook, and we'll definitely give you uh, pray for you. But First Corinthians chapter three, uh, verse one out of the Passion says, uh, "Brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I found it impossible to speak to you as those who were spiritually mature, for you were still dominated by the mindset of the flesh." And so, in this time frame, we cannot be dominated by the mindset of the flesh. We've got to to uh, expel, if you will, the thoughts and the ideas of 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 the enemy, and stand in faith. And and it goes on and says, because you're uh, immature or infants in Christ, I had to nurse you and feed you with milk, not with solid food of more advanced teachings, because you weren't ready for it. In fact. You're still not ready. And verse three says, for you are living your lives dominated by the mindset of the flesh. And I want to be very clear and very careful, though. And, 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 and what we're seeing across America are folks responding to the mindset of the flesh. And I understand. I, I get it. I understand. We've never been in times like this. America has never been in quarantine before. I understand it. But we as the body of Christ must not act like we don't know who we have our faith in. We've got to show people true love, the love of Christ, and we must be strong in our faith and not dominated by our flesh. You cannot live a life of great faith if you're living your life dominated by the mindset of the flesh. Having great faith or having faith means that your mind is dominated by the Spirit of God. And I want to encourage you, if when you're watch, if you're watching today, if you're if you're operating under a spirit of fear, in a moment we're going to pray and we're going to expel that spirit out of your life and out of your family, and it will no longer control you any longer. And God's going to give you a measure of faith, Amen. And so we're going to live according to the Spirit. We're going to live according to what God is speaking. To us, James one and eight says, "A double-minded, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways." And so, we don't want to be wavering between fear and faith. Fear one day and faith another day. No, we got to have faith, and we got to have be strong in our faith and strong in our convictions, and know that God is in control. Amen. Now, Second Corinthians chapter ten and verse five, it says. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Bringing every thought into the obedience of Christ. And that's where we must be in this, in this season, in this time. We must bring every thought into captivity, uh, into obedience of Christ. Why? So that we are living according to the Spirit. It's easy to watch CNN or Fox News, and suddenly the spirit mindset becomes the flesh because you begin to panic and worry, and you begin to see what New York is doing and New Jersey is doing and what Louisiana is doing. But we must speak faith over the situation. Faith sees the impossible, believes the unbelievable, and thinks the unthinkable. That is faith. Hebrews 11 and 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. And we must today, beginning today, 
raise our level of faith and expect the supernatural. I want to take a moment and we're going to pray. And I want to encourage you to get, gather your family, gather those that are around you, and we're going to pray. We're going to, we're going to expel this spirit of fear. And maybe you say, well, Pastor, I'm not dealing with that. Well, whatever you are dealing with, we're going to see those things go as well. Are you ready to pray? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word. Father, we thank you that by it's not by our might, but it's by your power and it's by your spirit. Father, we take authority over the spirit of fear. Father, we thank you that God, that you are greater than fear. You are greater than worry. You are greater than hysteria. Father, we thank you, Lord, that today our faith level is exploding. It's skyrocketing. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're giving us great grace, great grace to move from fear into faith. Father, we will not fear for we know you are in control. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we are not subjected to fear, but God, we're subjected to your spirit. Father, we thank you right now that our, our families, our businesses, our churches, Father, we are, there's not controlled by a spirit of fear. And we thank you, Lord, that today we have expelled, we have driven out, we have forced out the spirit of fear. We will not allow fear to prophesy into our ears any longer. We declare that fear is a liar in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Now, we ask you, Father, to release faith into those today who are dealing with fear, dealing with anxiety, those that are worried about their family and worried about their businesses and worried about uh, whatever may be going on in their life. Father, give them supernatural peace today, supernatural joy today. Father, we thank you that you are a good God. You are a faithful God and you are a loving God. And Father, we will bless you at all times. And we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you've, if you've sent us a prayer request, we'll be praying for you. Uh, we love you so much. We will be back here on a Sunday morning live at 1030 on Wednesday. We will have a great episode for you from one of our TV broadcasts. We hope you can join us. I hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye. When you determine I'm moving to the next level, you're saying, you know what? I'm going to leave everything behind me. I'm going to take a step out of what's been comfortable. I'm going to move into what God has for me. You don't live according to what you see. You don't live according to what you feel. You live according to what the Spirit of God has placed inside of you. And so if I'm trying to get to a new level, then I have to begin to think and hear differently. I got to begin to see differently. My life as I know it has to change.